Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fear the Big Deals podcast. My name's Neil. We've got a guest with us this week, and it's Andy from Bleeding Gums Wrestling up in Scotland. How's it going? Yeah, good to be here. Thank you, man. Good stuff, good stuff. So Andy's come on just to basically have a little chat about their very first show, which is on the 18th of November. Yeah. And it is in... And next next Saturday, next Saturday. Next Saturday. And it's in a place called the Dissection Room of Summer Hall in Edinburgh. Yeah. Which, for the type of show it's going to be, is quite a good name for the for the venue. <laughs> well, I've, I've, a couple of people have said that to me, and uh, I did not even fucking think of that until, like, <laughs> after the fact. After it was booked, like, that, that was venue 30 of 30 venues I went in. And not every other venue didn't just say, like, fuck off. Like, obviously, it's deathmatch wrestling and stuff, so people can yeah. be, like, you know, piss off. But every other venue was either too small or wasn't right or they said no. And then this one was, like, they were said, yeah, yeah. And only afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah, shit, dissection. And that sounds pretty cool. But it's worked out. It's worked out. You're too modest there. You should have just said, oh, yeah, that was I've done that on purpose. That was a move I meant to do. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. That's good. So the first show was called the Ultraviolence Referendum. Uh, pretty much just sorry, go no, on. No, carry on, sorry. No, no, I was just saying it was more as a sort of joke yeah. for myself for the for the independence referendum, obviously, that we didn't get. Yeah. Um, yeah. just because I think that was like it's it's political, but it's also a joke. Like yeah. I, I don't think there's not been anybody come up to me and like had a had a go because of it's it's called that. But um I think that names of shows is really important. Um, oh, absolutely. I think it's like a very yeah, that you need that remembers. And and uh, I, I don't know, I just I just thought of it myself. I was like, what the fuck can I call a first show? And I had like a big whiteboard out with all these things, <laughs> an ultraviolence referendum one. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. But hope, hopefully the, the show is as good as the name. It, it to be honest, it is a good name. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um the name of the promotion, just something I want to ask first. Is it a Simpsons reference? <laughs> um, so uh, people have said there. You've been one of the first people, genuinely, that's actually yeah. asked me what the name for, which which I found strange. I'm like, why has nobody asked me? Uh, so basically, <laughs> I'd like a, I would like a YouTube podcast thing. Uh, even before then, I did like music videos and stuff, and it was just called Bleeding Gums. Ah. Um, just because when I was younger, I used to smoke Marlboro Red cigarettes, and smoking's <laughs> very bad. And uh, I got I got gum disease oh, from shit. that, and my gums were due to smoking. So I just used that as a name, and uh, I was going to use it as like a platform to do not just wrestling, but different things. And it was just going to be like a sort of what's the fucking word for it? like a tentpole thing to have everything like yeah. spread out of. And then, um, but then for the name of the company, I was going to call it fucking eight thousand different names, <laughs> and uh, I was asking, I was asking people like um, Iceman and Big Joe and Caden and stuff. I was like. I'm thinking too much about the name. They're like, just call it fucking Bleeding Gums Wrestling. I was like, they know better than me. So that, that's why I ended up being called that. Just because people already know me as that from YouTube and it just makes things easier. Yeah. Even if it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But <laughs> that's why. It, if it makes sense to you, that's all that matters, isn't it? I just, uh, when I first saw it, it like being a massive Simpsons nerd, I was like, hmm, I wonder. But now we know. And, and that's a little exclusive. I, I, to be fair, like, <laughs> I think in future, like I might do something with like Bleeding Gums Murphy or like some sort of show name or a match that ties into because I'm a big Simpsons yeah. fan as well. Um, yeah, but I did think to. that people would think that. 
But yeah, it was it was just because of Marlboro Red cigarettes. That was the main thing. <laughs> and as we say, smoking's bad for you. Apparently. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so is this the first wrestling company you've been involved in? I know you say you do like uh, like sort of music videos and stuff. Have you been involved in a wrestling any wrestling companies before or anything like that? Um, most of the stuff that I've been involved with has been in the last like two, three years just after COVID. Um, like I think I've said this before in a couple of other things, is I didn't know there was a deathmatch scene in England until Big Joe turned up on TOD. And yeah. I was like, I was like, who the fuck? So I was like, who the fuck's this guy? And then I was like, oh my god, I was like, Rise, TNT. I was like, what's all this shit? Um so then just after going to shows, uh Danny Douglas from the Deathmatch Outlaws shouted to him. There wouldn't really be a scene without them. Uh, mm. He asked me to go help out at some rise shows. But on the weapons side of this stuff, like building light tube cabins and boards, pardon me, but yeah, so pretty much rise, helped out a bit of committee. Uh, yeah. But it's all been like backstage stuff, a couple of things in Scotland, but nothing like, never like planning my own shows or booking my own shows or anything. Um, but then I just sort of bit the bullet and I thought, fuck it, let's, let's see... See what happens. It's either going to be a fucking massive disaster or it's not. So, <laughs> but uh, but through Danny Douglas and stuff, um, I made connections with people like Big Joe, Caden, yeah, Alton Thorn, uh, all these people I've made through them. So, it's that's why you'll see a lot of those people on the show. Um, yeah, which has been handy. So, I think I think it's been okay so far. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what we find with sort of like the deathmatch scene in in like England and the UK is. It's it is up on the it is on the rise at the minute, and it's just getting bigger and better. And you've got all the all the sort of like you got the OGs like Clint, and then you've got sort mm. of like Big Joe who's just absolutely smashing it everywhere he goes. Owen Thorns on the rise massively. Uh, Tomby yep. is just Tomby's Tomby. Tomby's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just getting better, and then you've got the younger guys coming through as well, like Antonio Gonzalez, yeah. um, Jack Bennett as well, and just looking through the card that you've got, it's a real sort of like I don't want to say who's who of <laughs> deathmatch wrestling, but it it pretty much is. Yeah, like uh, the, I mean, that's the thing that I've um, there's pretty much there's a lot of people that have everybody there. It's kind of everybody that's everybody. Or more or less that are doing death matches at the minute in the UK are pretty much on the shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that that's kind of partly been the name as well, the ultraviolence referendum, is I've kind of wanted the show to be an English invasion. Um not not in a not <laughs> yeah. in a sort of not in a bad way, but like in yeah. a way that like there's so many talented people down in England that are doing this style. And I want it to sort of maybe wake people up here that think there isn't a place to do it. Yeah, that there actually is somewhere where you can actually come. So yeah, that that's that's been more the idea is to try and like, um, maybe get some people out of hiding in Scotland that think there isn't a place because th there's a lot of great wrestlers in Scotland, but there's just not a lot of people that are actually doing the deathmatch stuff. But it's because they haven't really had anywhere to do it. Yeah, that's a really really good idea as well. To be fair, like the whole say it's an invasion because obviously people are going to be like, oh shit, we can go and do that. Like, let's go. Yeah. They enjoy it. It's just, it's just again, it's just a help in a scene. That's what everyone's like in a deathmatch scene. Everyone just helps each other out. I think, um, which we've we've mentioned loads yeah. in the past with the people we've spoken to, and especially the likes of Alton Thorne when he's doing his um his watch alongs 
on Twitch as well. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Alton Thorne. He's been a big supporter. He's doing one tonight, yeah. Gonna gonna hop on and have a little watch when we finish this. Um Yeah, yeah, that was good. I think um they're doing they're doing committee tonight, I think. Yeah, doing the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to just have a little run through the card, some of the matches that are on? Um, I've yeah, yeah. just been looking at the Iceman Clint Margera match. Yeah. And I want to know what a bundled up and overboard death match is. <laughs> so that was that was the plan for me. Uh I'm quite pernickety and quite picky about wrestling. I don't know yeah. if it's just because I'm a cynical fuck. Um <laughs> I like I like matches to have like stipulations and uh, because I can feel it. I don't know if, if you watch any ICW No Holds Barred um, who are still a really, really good company in America. They're obviously coming yeah. over to do the God and stuff, but every match is tubes and doors, tubes and doors, tubes and doors, and everything just floods together. And it, if you yeah. try and remember a show, it just, it's all. So I wanted to try and give every match um, or the death matches or whatever uh, their own individual things. Bundled up and overboard is basically lots and lots of light tube bundles and four boards with different implements with sharp fucking things on them ah. in each corner. Because the, the logo that we've got for Bleeding Gums Wrestling kind of looks like a pirate flag. Yeah. Um, which, which wasn't that intentional either. <laughs> so I was like, we could do something with that. Um, but yeah, it's Clint and Iceman is the first time they've ever wrestled as well, which yeah. I find strange. Which is shock. So I mean, that was that was probably one of the most nerve wracking things for me was to speak to both of them, and and they were both like, yeah, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> like, yeah. okay, that's a big fucking match. Um, but yeah, so we've we've got that. We've got other matches that we that aren't death matches. We've got a fucking scramble match, which a will fucking open the scramble show. match. Saw that. <laughs> I love uh, a scramble just match. I usually. It's, I, I, the the main thing was that was more just a sort of dig. My fucking cat's pissing about. Uh, it was more <laughs> fucking dig at um, GCW. Oh, uh, not in a bad way, but just like they'd always they'd always open with a scramble. Yeah. So I was like, I'll go one better. I'll go one better. Um, <laughs> what? Then we've got another two matches that aren't death matches. We've got HT Drake against UNG uh, Mackey. You guys may not be familiar with UNG Mackey, but he's one of the few Scottish guys that we've got on the show. Yeah, he's been oh, wrestling yeah. a long, long time. Um, so that'll be interesting. Obviously, you'll know HD Drake. Yeah. Um, he's like a veteran from down south. Yeah. Um, we've got that. And then we've also got Luke King Sharp against Nathan Black, which I think if you guys haven't seen Luke King Sharp, you'll like him. Do you know what's really funny? Most... I was reading that before, yeah. and it's only as you said it then that his name is fucking clicked. Lou King Sharp. Yeah. Oh you know my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been going a long time as well. You know what yeah. you know when you need to hear something for it to make sense? And it's like yeah, yeah. I was looking at it, it was like oh, Lou King Sharp. And then you just said it then, and obviously in your accent it sounds a lot better than me because I say looking. So I'd be like <laughs> looking sharp, and you're like yeah. Lou King Sharp. That's fucking genius. Sorry, I had to so... just get that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, but um, I can't remember. It was my mate Billy um said something like, "He's like he's like fucking he's like five foot, but like if he's got all his contacts and connections, he's about nine foot tall. Yeah, he's standing on them all. So he's <laughs> he's been involved in wrestling for like so long. So having him on the show has been a really good thing. Um, he's been really helpful 
Uh, he does a lot with Copenhagen Championship Wrestling, but he's against Nathan Black, who's another guy who I love from down south, um, who's a bit of a cunt. So I think that'll be quite a funny match. Um, like that, that'll be good promos and wrestling and uh, what's the what's the, the David versus Goliath type shit. Yeah, but uh, they're the non-death matchy sort of normal matches uh, yeah. for the show. And then obviously we've got Iceman and Clint. And then I'm trying to think of the next death matches. Uh, we're speaking about Alton Thorn. Uh, we've got him against Jack Harab, uh, and the grass is always bloodier on the other side. Death match. Yeah. So I seen be... Alton and... post something about the mini fucking chainsaw or something. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even know what that. <laughs> so, uh, like that <laughs> match is. Um, that's going to be interesting. I've got terracotta pots. I was down the street today and I bought two big rakes uh, for, for raking leaves in the garden. We've got nettles. We've got cactuses. We've got, he's got a mini chainsaw. Like, yeah, that's going to be, um, <laughs> that's going to be fun and uh, probably quite messy to clean up. But yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be good. But I think that they they both cut um, excellent promos against each other for that match. Yeah, well. I've seen, yeah. Uh, they, they're both two, like, obviously Jack's a lot younger than Alton Thorne, but two young, like, up-and-coming guys in the deathmatch yeah. scene. And uh, both, like, similar size. And I just think it'll be, I think it'll be fucking a bloody bloodbath, yeah, to be honest. Just knock shit out of each other, won't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, something what else we've got? Uh, we've got Lou Nixon against Dean Ford in a death fight. Um, yeah, that's so uh, was, I'm just looking at that. Dean that's a uh, thumbtack, kick pads, and Taipei fists de death fight. Yeah, fuck me, that was a mouthful. <laughs> that's pretty so, self-explanatory. That one as well, though, isn't it? Really, <laughs> you don't need to go into that. That's just gonna. Yeah, be yeah that's, that's fine. But it's uh, Dean <laughs> Ford's first death match. He's he's popping death match cherry. Um, so basically, there was going to be somebody else was going to wrestle Lou. And uh, it was like we couldn't get the match to happen, so I asked Lou who he wanted to fight, and he mentioned Dean Ford. Yeah, um, Dean Ford's also got an AMX martial arts background, so uh, aye, that'll be interesting. And it's Dean's first death match too. Um, so he's the only Scottish guy on the show that's doing a death match. So he, a big thing for him, to be honest. Yeah, that's not a bad person to have your first death match against as well, is it? No, exactly, definitely not. Um, trying to think, what else we got? Obviously, Clint Nice Man. Uh, we've also got Tombe, B.A. Rose, and Jack Bennett. Yeah. Um, death in a box, death match, which will be multiple boxes of hidden things. I won't, I won't ah, spoil it. Things. Uh, they'll, they'll all be sharp and pointy and not nice, <laughs> but uh, that will be that's going to be the first death match of the evening, will be that match. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the one for the people that are there that have bought tickets that have never been to anything like this. If they think like fuck this, like this is too <laughs> much type so that's kind of testing the waters. Um that could be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good because we the, the the area around the venue is a lot of like studenty people. Oh, and yeah. uh, it's like a very venue, like university. So we've got like quite a lot of students and stuff who like I've sold it to them as like an art show. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking hell. I'm surprised that hasn't sold out art. already. Oh yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are like don't know what the fuck it is. Um, yeah. but it'll be fine. And then I'm trying to think what else we've got. Uh, Alton thought, and then I think we've got the main event. Um, 
which we've got Neil Diamond Cutter and Joe Caden and Darko, uh, Hollywood Hellscape, which will be something else. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Neil Diamond Cutter's debut in the UK as well. That'll be sick. That'll be it's a it's a just like I said before for a first show. It's an absolutely stacked card. And yeah. if I could uh, afford to get from Liverpool to Edinburgh, I'd go. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Cheers. Oh. I, I think it's over overly stacked, but like I said that, I've, I've spoke to people before, they're like, oh, there's too much on it. There's too much on it and things like that. But um, for me, it's more the fact where I'm like, if I just do one show, yeah, say it's a big, say I'd never do anything ever again. If I just do one, I want it to like, be remembered and like have a lot of like big stuff on it. So, oh, well, that will that'll that'll definitely happen. be remembered. That hopefully you do more than one as well. Yeah, I mean the, the plan is the plan is to do definitely a couple more next year, just based on um, the response for the first show because we sold out the VIP tickets and stuff already. Yeah. Um. So hopefully yeah, we'll definitely be doing a couple more. But this was the plan as I was just like fuck it. I was like I want to put on the best, the biggest show I can do, and if this is all I do, then whatever. But yeah, so it's it's worked out so far. Yeah, because it'll get more people interested as well. If you do a, if you do a, a show and it's sort of like, uh, I don't want to say subpar, because you're hedging your bets. People are mm. probably not going to be that fussed, are they? Really, if they're just, you know, if you if if you half ass, it's sort of like they're not going to be asked. But yeah, definitely, definitely that's, that's something why, like, to be bothered about with this one. It's a fucking stellar card. <laughs> Cheers. It's been um. That's the only thing is like I've I was gonna do there's also obviously I forgot to mention uh the best promo in the UK, Leonardo Darwin's coming to Scotland as well, which will be uh interesting. If you've seen any of Darwin's stuff from Rise. I have not, but I will have a look. Oh my Christ. <laughs> he the we he had definitely check out some of uh Dr. Leonardo Darwin's stuff. We had him uh for what fucking show was it? There was a pay per view, Money in the Bank. Money yeah. in the Bank was on in London, and me and my oh, mates yeah. went down to it. They went to SmackDown on the Friday. I met uh, Darwin on the the sorry, this Money in the Bank was on the Saturday. We went down on the Friday, and I met Darwin, and we had him dress up as William Wallace, and we went around London like <laughs> Piccadilly Circus, and um, and he's he's from, he's from London anyway, and like Piccadilly Circus, we went to the fucking um. Buckingham Palace, we're down in the south. We went everywhere and we were just having them like cut like ridiculous like stereotypical promos and stuff. Uh, that that's on that's on our uh, Instagram thing. You should check out that. It's quite funny. Now but, that yeah, you've mentioned it, like, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen something from it. Yeah, it's it's, it's well, we've, we've got him, we've got him up. No, no, that's all right. We've got him coming up uh, to do something. Um, it definitely be cutting a promo, so that'll be interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people absolutely fucking despise him, but that that'll be, <laughs> be more fun for me. Yeah, the more the more hate people can get, and doing something like that's easy heat, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was speaking to uh, one of my friends is actually coming up, uh, Ben from Riot Zoo. Yeah. Oh yeah, ben yeah. He, oh fucking hell. With it makes the fucking oh, sick figures. Man, how good are they? <laughs> they are fucking awesome. So he's making uh, one for Neil Diamond Cutter. Yeah. Um, that we're gonna have specifically like released at that show. Um, because yeah, Ben's coming up 
and you'll know um the the mad scientist Dean Marsh. I know, I know Dean. Um, yeah. Yeah, Dean. Uh, so, so I think they they are both coming up together. Uh, Dean's helping me out with like building some of the shit, and um, Ben's obviously got all his figures and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, they they'll both be there. Um, yeah, from down Ben's, here. Um, he's absolutely smashing it with his with his figures and stuff at the minute. Like, and he 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 may have given me a little sneak preview of the Neo Diamond Quarter mm-hmm. one. He might not have. He might have. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, he's just, oh man, it's just got so many people just getting in touch with him and like asking him for, to do figures of them. And it's just, it's good to see. I like yeah. it when people put work in and stuff and just people who, are, you know, people who are good people um, doing mm-hmm. well. Definitely. And he's uh, And it's something that no one else has got. There's no yeah. like the style of figures. They're like his his style. You can tell what they are. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing else really quite like them. No. Uh, which like they completely stand out. Because you don't want it. Like it's the sort of almost cartoonish aspect aspect of it, where it's like yeah, it, it's a figure, but it's sort of like an animated figure. It's not your sort of standard. Oh, let's make this look as lifelike as possible, and. Even the, even yeah. they even look more lifelike than sort of when other companies try and make them look lifelike. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. yeah. He's he's trying yeah. to make them look sort it's of animated, but they're fucking incredible. And then yeah, obviously he does all the head scans and everything of others. I don't know if you've seen them. He does like head scans and the little belts and shit and just. Oh, the belt. I've I've got um a couple of the belts in my house. Uh, I yeah. Up. I don't have any figures. Uh, for all my fucking mum's attic, but like, <laughs> for the amount of like, money that he must make designing all them and the amount of effort he puts into painting all that is fucking insane. So yeah, very very happy to have him uh, come up and um, yeah. Neil Diamond is fucking buzzing for that as well. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I imagine, think that'll be yeah. the first time anybody's ever made anything. <laughs> so that that'll be good. We we have to big them up be actually because that'll be good. Uh, yeah, Riot Riot do actually are one of our well, I say one of our sponsors. They sponsor mm. us. Um and they also, for people who listen to our podcast, have a discount code of 10% off. If you put in okay. FTDB10 at the checkout, just get that little advert in there. Look at that. Professional as fuck. Um <laughs> I don't even need to edit edit one in now. I could just fucking use that. Fucking brilliant. Just do that. Well, that's the thing is, use if, if we've got any left after the show, use that discount and you could pick up your own little Neil Diamond cutter. Um, there we go. And obviously, he's made uh, Tombe and he's made um, two Big Joes. I think big he's Joes. made two Big Joes now. Two two little yeah. Big Joes. Yeah. I know. I fucking. Yeah. I've, I've got my own big Joe, but I've got an unpainted big Joe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, not, I've not got an actual. So, yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's amazing. To, it's it's good to have him coming up. We've got yeah. him there. We've got Death Outlaws are going to be there. Um, they're going to have these. I don't know if you've seen any of their stuff. It was like, what's the fucking name for them? They're like you know they get the little Hulk Hogan, oh. uh, warrior. Do you know what the buddies? This, this has come up in yeah, I think so. Yeah. This has come up in so many episodes, these little things, like the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan ones. And every time it comes up, I'm like, I'll Google to see what they're actually called. 
and I keep fucking forgetting. <laughs> but I think they might be called buddies. Like you say. Called wrestling buddies. I think that's I Google like, that, but I don't know the... what it'll bring up. <laughs> <laughs> the the Deathmatch Outlaws have made um they're calling them bloody buddies. Ah. So they've got a Joe, a Darko, a Caden, and a Lou Nixon. And uh, they're like one side's them and the other the back side's bloody. So I think ah. they're bringing up quite a few of them to the show as well. <laughs> um, if people are interested in getting them. Because uh, all four of those guys are on the show anyway. So, I mean, you can get them signed and shit. I don't know. Yeah, get them signed. Pick, pick some up. Sell out of all the merch. Big big Joe's always on yeah, the bus, exactly. isn't he? Oh, oh, definitely. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I was sitting there panicking, panicking because I'd ordered loads of T-shirts and uh, hoodies. Um, and I was like, they're not going to fucking be here for the show. Oh. I was like, oh, fuck. So, but but I've just got a message today that they're going to be delivered on Monday. I was like, thank fucking oh, God. <laughs> um, so be all right. You'd have to just sell them online. Oh, I know, but it's it's the thing is, like, I was going to get like a table. and fu- That's the thing is, the amount of fucking... There's so much merch <laughs> wrestling <laughs> that you forget. Hats, yeah. hats and stickers and all sorts of shit. So yeah. nah, it'll, it'll be all right. So at least I'll get but yeah. If you were uh, if you have any left over, let me know and I'll mm-hmm. buy one off you. Yeah, sweet man. Perfect. Oh, do you know you what? Have, I might guys, uh... um... go on, sorry. No, no, I was gonna I was gonna say um you uh, you guys should get some um you guys have t shirts as well. We don't have t shirts, we did have stickers. Um yeah. we got off some website because it was like they had a special offer. And it was really cheap. So I got them. And I just sort of... I've stuck them up in a few places. Where did they stick one? I stuck one up in Wolverhampton. (laughs) We went to uh, (laughs) OTT the other week. And uh, stuck one up in the car park. And stuck one up in Manchester as well a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) So... (laughs) Was that the... What was the that Moxley against Mox, Trent Seven? Trent Seven, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was <laughs> that like, looked mental. Some clips of that, but... yeah, it was. It was good. The first time I'd ever been to an OTT show, um, didn't know what to expect, and then we got there, and the room was fucking massive. Like, I was expecting yeah. sort of like you, you, you know, they've, your, your they've usual, yeah. Sort of like UK four or five hundred like, type thing. Yeah, but that was like over a thousand people there, which is good. Yeah, they, they've been on the go for a long time as well, uh, running in Ireland and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the I think that was at the uh, ninth anniversary show that they did. All right, yeah, pretty yeah. sick. Enough talking about but other promotions. Anyway, we're not here to with... talk about other promotions. <laughs> <laughs> no, true, true. But I was, I was, I was going to use it to sort of cycle back. Oh, yeah, talking on. about deathmatch. Uh, I was going to say, like, Mox and Trent Seven had that match and they had skewers and tacks and shit, yeah. and it was mental. Uh, Mox brought the skewers out at fucking All In. Oh, and, uh, and was, and like, I mean, All In, I thought, like, for the seats I had were shit. It was a fucking, what a terrible, terrible fucking night that was. Oh, really? Not for the wrestling. Not for, oh, we were like on the floor, but we were the back row on the floor. Oh, so the minute yeah. anyone stood up, or anything, I had to basically watch a screen behind me to see. Like it was, it was, it was my mate that booked the seats. Were, were you guys all in as well? No, oh, yeah. yeah, you were because you did that thing. 
Jack Bennett, didn't you? The yeah, thing with Jack, who just randomly happened to be sitting in front of us as well when we were there. <laughs> that was so weird. It was good. It was it was a good show, but that's what I think is like with Mox mm. doing these things in the UK. It's kind of putting a spotlight on deathmatch wrestling, which can be good yeah. or bad. Um, but it is, it is good because like when people will be always pop for like tacks and skewers and barbed wire and stuff like that. So at least it's got a bit of an audience. Yeah, definitely. As I, the skewers for me though, just like especially that one at all in, it was like it was like Penta just decided to put extra fucking force on putting them in his head. And I was just I've never seen anyone hit skewers that hard before. I I watched it back on um on the TV when I when I got back and mm. I just looked at it because when I was there I was like fuck me it looks like he's hit them in hard and then when I watched it on the telly yeah. I was like oh shit he did that looked fucking <laughs> so it was it was a good it was a good match that uh, but obviously because I'm a blood mark I'm yeah. gonna enjoy that more than anything um it was just being there live. I, I like the minute they announced it for next year. I just went because oh, I know that my mate's <laughs> going to want to go. Just like it's, it's, it's obviously it's fun. Like the experience is fun, but it's you can't see fuck all. Certainly yeah. not from where we were sitting. We were um, sat but, um, was, in yeah. the in the first tier, about yep. fifteen rows back, I think. And mm. we got our tickets were only seventy quid because. We couldn't see the entranceway because it was blocked off by the back of the ramp. Ah, okay, like a, I get you. I get you. There was yeah. like a little section in that in that area which was like seventy quid, and the rest around them were like hundred and fifty. So I was like, "Fucking just get them." I'm like, "Okay." I'm not asked. I'll see in the ramp. I can see the rings. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. But it was um, <laughs> yes, it was good. But I'd I'd never get floor shows for a big seat like that unless I was in like the first couple of rows. I never booked uh, them. No. But I was like, when I saw the seats, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Was like, <laughs> this is going to be shite. And my, my mate was wasted as well. And I was like, this yeah. is like, it's going to be a long <laughs> five hours. <laughs> but it, but was, I mean, it was all right. I, I do prefer uh, smaller venues anyway. Yeah. Which you always get for like stuff. But it was okay. I think they might do a couple of TV tapings um, when they come over for all in, maybe. Next, yeah, possible. I mean, year. I thought the I don't I don't watch any football or anything, but uh, I know that his family has that. Um, they own some fucking football club that has Craven Fulham. Cottage. Yeah, Fulham. Yeah, yeah, Fulham. Yeah. So I was I was thinking I was thinking that they might do a show there. That's yeah. what I thought they might have done all in the first place. To be honest, yeah, I think that was I think that was what a lot of people were thinking with them with them owning it. But obviously, they decided to shoot for the moon and do Wembley Stadium. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it went all right. It was it was surreal yeah. seeing everybody like. Oh, it was but mad! It, it was, was mad. Yeah, but I think they might. Well, we, do... we never went to anything before it or whatever. No, because we... there was that show before it. What the fuck was it called? Oh God, was it Progress or something? I think, was I think right Progress did a show in the daytime. Yeah. Um. I think so. Yeah, was... I mean, maybe go to stuff like that. Yeah, there was there was probably a few more. Make the most of it when everyone's there and wanting to go and watch loads of wrestling, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what what made obviously you talked about you know the reason you wanted to start your own company? Have you always been into the 
sort of deathmatch aspect of it, at side of it with, you know, probably ECW growing up and stuff like that. Oh yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. For 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 too long, ever since I was like eleven, my dad <laughs> got a VHS tape that had CZW and IWA Mid South, oh, and uh, I saw a two hundred light. It was like House of Horrors match, so all the light tubes are on like strings, like above yeah. the ring. And I watched that, and it was in front of like twenty four people. The quality was terrible, and they beat the shit out of each other. And I was like, "What is this?" I was like, <laughs> and by then I was, I was fucking hooked. So. Yeah, how old? So fucking what will be 33 now. So yeah, for about 20 odd years or something, I've watched death matches. Yeah. Um, and I've never stopped. But yeah, ECW slightly before then. Yeah. Always like the more hardcore, ultra violent stuff. But yeah, I've been obsessed with it for a very, very long time. But it was just until, like I said, when I saw Big Joe at that TNT, like I didn't realize there was a scene here. Yeah. And obviously, it was a lot bigger than it was, but. Yeah, like now I'm like, holy shit, I can go to like fucking what? I can go to Leeds a couple yeah. hours on the train and I can go and see the Deathmatch show. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's getting bigger and bigger as well. And obviously, you know, with, with you guys popping up, hopefully you stay around for quite a while as well. And especially with that first card. Um, mm. When you were saying before that as well, you, uh, you've advertised it to the students as, a, as an art show. You're not wrong, to be fair. Like... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, art's subjective. I think it's art. A yeah, lot of people might is. think it's like gratuitous, needless <laughs> violence, but uh, oh, well. I, it's just because got to wear di different hats to sell it to different people. Because there's wrestling fans who like that shit. Uh, like for people that are coming to the show, um, it's th there's the same core group of like deathmatch fans, me being one of them as well, yeah. that go to everything. Yeah. Same people go to Kumite, go to TNT, go to Rise. Um, so a lot of those people are traveling all the way up here to come and see me, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's nuts to be honest, but it's, yeah, it seems uh, to be going on. We've we've mentioned that a few times as well over the past where we'll we'll go to a show in Liverpool and you'll see people and then you'll see the same people. Like you see all their stuff stuff on um on Instagram and that, and they're in like Derby for Kuma Day the next day, and then they're in like that rise. Under I think, I think a few weeks ago there was well, I say a few weeks ago it was a few months ago there was a I think there was a TNT rise and Kuma Day all on the same weekend. I think so, yeah. And there's, pe there's people who were, like who were going to all three. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I where the fuck are you getting the money from? How can you well, afford that's, it? Well, like, that, that's the that's the thing I often wonder. Like, I'll I'll usually go to, like, I'll usually go to at least one Kumite show a year. I'll usually go to at least one TNT show a year, which is DOA. Yeah. And I'll try and fit in uh, like two or three Rise shows, and that's usually me. But like, I go to a fair bit. But then when you see people that are all these shows, you're like, how inheritance? Like, how the fuck do you? But it's <laughs> it's good. It's, it's it's amazing that like there is people like that that like yeah they'll travel for anything, um which is always handy and um it is it's a very, I mean it's probably it's, I'd say that it's uh, you probably brought this up on your show as well like the nicest people in the world are the same psychopaths you're going to see at deathmatch shows. <laughs> Abs absolutely, absolutely. If you if you speak to Alton or Tomby or Clint or Joe before mm. or after an event, they are fucking lovely. 
and then you watch them do some of the shit in the ring and it's like I was speaking to that person an hour ago and they were fucking really nice. Now it's like <laughs> and then they're covered in fucking blood and then they're they're still oh. that Joe's Joe's the guy's for like I don't know when he sleeps, but no. like he's like the nicest, most hardest working guy in deathmatch wrestling. And he's oh. a lovely guy too. Without a shadow of a doubt, and then because he did you see the the cut he had on his arm a couple of months ago? T- yes, I did. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck and then he worked. Did he work the next day? Or he worked the next day. I, I messaged him and I said, I hope that all you're doing is standing on the fucking apron for that match, uh, for the for the next match. But yeah, like he worked the next day. Like fuck me, yes, yeah, that was a nasty fucking cut. Yeah, that was horrible. I wasn't expecting to see that. <laughs> Scrolling through Instagram and I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> That's the, there's like part of me I'm, I'm like because like I'm friends with Joe I'm like I hope he's okay but then the other part of me is like that's a fucking cool cut <laughs> oh, yeah just and, and I'm like I'm like that's pretty cool like take loads of pictures of that put that on a t-shirt but you know that's just my brain oh fucking imagine walking around with that on a t-shirt Christ yeah <laughs> I think I think it would I'd buy one I'll buy I've got enough t-shirts that I can't wear in public so it's fine <laughs> well that's the same thing with me is like I've I've got a massive collection of like, uh, I think it got worse during COVID of like buying wrestling merch and buying just to sort of like, I don't know, fill a void of like yeah. doing stuff, buying t-shirts and stuff. And now I sort of think I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> I'm not going to wear half these things or any of these posters, but. No, I got a, I bought a t-shirt during COVID um, from a band called Cattle Decapitation. And yeah. the, I think in the November before COVID happened, they bought a new album out and it had a song on called Bring Back the Plague, which is just a bit <laughs> like, oh, fuck. And then obviously when like <laughs> when they couldn't tour or anything like that, they were just like loads of bands and shit were making just loads of merch to, you know, they've got to pay bills and shit, haven't they? And they, yeah, made, exactly. they, they made this T-shirt and it was like in the style of uh, like the Trump presidency sort of, logo you know like the Trump 2020 thing yeah and it literally yeah. just said bring back the plague 2020 and I bought it and I got it delivered <laughs> oh. I, was, I still lived at home at the time I came downstairs yeah. and my mum was like you can't leave the house wearing that <laughs> <laughs> and I still I mean, haven't I mean it's, it's, it's all a bit of a laugh but some people will take things like that far too especially during fucking COVID where yeah. a lot of people went a bit insane um, it's even <laughs> yeah. still like that but yeah I, I remember my, my dad was like that as well when I was younger he always had that uh, fucking what was it that cradle of filth that fucking Jesus is a cunt oh t-shirt. yeah so I, I've always been introduced to stuff like, none of I, I really want to make a really fucking offensive t-shirt I mean I might do that for do next year at some point I might do I might do the, the yeah. plan is we're getting I mean I've got the logo here I don't know if you can see it but I've got the, we've got the t-shirts we've got new ones coming yeah that's sick <clears> that just logo this and then on the back it's got pro blood pro glass pro wrestling yeah just with the same font so something a bit different but you should yeah you, there's, there's so much you can put on there that's like it could be really offensive <laughs> but it, it depends who that's you the- want to offend as well yeah, true. That's true. Like, because as long as it's not offending the venue, the venue owners. 
Yeah. Because that, <laughs> that, that would be like the main thing for doing stuff in like obviously Liverpool, like Edinburgh, like Glasgow or places like Manchester or fucking anything like that is to find a venue that's willing to put on death matches. You kind yeah. of have to keep them sweet because you say fuck off. Um, <laughs> yeah. and then, I mean, the ideal thing to do would just be to get a big fucking lock up and do bring your own beer oh. and just do it in the middle of nowhere and invite only and stuff like that. But so I, I mean, in the days of like social media and things like that, I don't think you can really do that, to be honest. No, that's a sick idea though. You just get like a like a warehouse or something. Yeah, like like a be, be like a fucking rave, but just like a deathmatch show in a warehouse oh. and like do shit like that. But I mean, with a lot of the deathmatch fans, I think they'd all keep like hush hush about it. Oh, absolutely. But I think one or two normal, I think one or two normal people would find out, and then that could fuck up the entire thing. So yeah, you'd have to be very selective about who you actually invited to things like that. Yeah, that's a, that's. Do you know what? Remember this idea though, because you need to do that. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to do. I'm trying to think of like places to actually do that, because like I think that that's proper like DIY, like underground yeah. type shit. But it's just to try and see if it would be like financially feasible. Mm, that's um, one. That's one to put in the uh, back of the mind for a little bit, isn't it? And just leave it there until the right time <laughs> yeah, comes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a good one. That. So, I think we'll uh, we'll start to wrap up. So, the show is a week on Saturday, November the eighteenth. Yep. Tickets are available. Do you want to let people know where tickets are available? Hey, yeah. Uh, so we're, they're on Eventbrite, but the easiest thing to do is just go on our website. It's uh, www.bleedinggumswrestling.co.uk. Uh, that's got a link to the tickets, a link to the merchandise. It's got the full card. Um, we're probably going to put up some little like videos and stuff on that, but that's got links to all our social media and everything. So it's easier than saying like find us on Twitter or find us on or X or whatever it's called. Find <laughs> yeah. us on all these things. Just go on the, go on the website and it's got links to everything. So bleedinggumswrestling.co.uk uh, and uh, tickets are available there. But we've sold out of the VIP tickets, um, which is really good. Um, but we've also we've got general admission tickets still available. Um, so yeah, so ho- hopefully in the next week we'll have even less of them. Yeah, just selling to more students as well. well. We do have student discounts, which has been handy. See, student discounts, <laughs> there we go. Then you have to, like, have to make sure that the students are actually 18, which is ah, the sort yeah. of thing, because it's obviously deathmatch show and shit like that. I mean, most of them most of them are, or, or older than that, but yeah. you don't want to have like more shit for an over-18 show. <laughs> no, you don't want your first show getting shut down for having like 17-year-olds there, do you? Exactly. No, but I like I like the way that like we said earlier on before we started the you've actually got a website, and it's it's quite old school as well. I think having a website now. Yeah, which is which it's, is a weird thing to say. It's just because you can post. I mean, obviously, there, there's so many fucking things now. Like, uh, I got TikTok. My my <laughs> missus was like, she's like, get TikTok. I was like, I was like, I don't want to fucking do. But she was like, yeah, use it for the show and things because she's like, she's like a bit younger than me, and she's like, that's how like the younger people like do everything. Like she finds out about like restaurants and shit that she wants yeah. to go to through TikTok. And I'm like, all right, I'll put some stuff up. I put up a video of me dropping loads of gusset plates in a poster. Oh yeah, yeah. And it got that, shut yeah. down by community. Really? I was like, it got shut down by community standards on. I was like, oh, what? Wow. I was like, what's offensive about? 
<laughs> I don't understand. I was like, uh, it was so fucking weird. But I was like, okay, so you can't put gusset plates on a poster. <laughs> like how? I'm like, so then how? Uh, it's like Instagram's fine, uh, Facebook's fine, but like, I don't know. That 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 really pissed me off because I tried to put up like three or four times, and I was like, what? What exact rule am I breaking? So mad. Was there any? <laughs> was there know. any blood on the poster? Anyone with blood on it on the poster? Oh, the I mean, there was, there was another video that I put up. Oh, well, I said that there was another video I put up uh, the week before on TikTok where I stapled a flyer to my head. Oh yeah, I've seen that one as well. Um, <laughs> after, that. I mean, but I put that up on TikTok and that was fine. But me just dropping gusset plates on a poster that got taken down for communities. I was like, this is fucking stupid. So I don't know. That's so strange. We'll see. Fucking TikTok. Fucking snowflakes. <laughs> so everyone go and pick up a ticket for next Saturday. www.bleedinggumswrestling.co.uk We'll throw the link out when we put this out Um, when I've edited it, which is probably going to be for Saturday. And give everyone a week to buy some tickets and go and have a, go and have a fucking good night. In the dissection room. Yeah. <laughs> dissection, yeah. It'll be a fucking freezing cold session down outside, but it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. Um it's, I think I don't know. November, I don't know why I picked November for the first time to do a show because it's <laughs> fucking miserable. Uh, uh it'll be it'll be good. Just before I go, uh Neil Diamond Cutter is gonna be taken up to the Edinburgh Castle by me, which will be fun in the rain. <laughs> oh. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut some promos with him at Edinburgh Castle. <laughs> for next week so that'll be fun uh but yeah no but th thanks for having me on man i appreciate not it. a problem thank you very much for joining us and uh hopefully we'll be able to make it up to the next show after this one yeah perfect man uh, the plan is spoilers probably be announcing the next one at this one ah cool um that'll be the plan cool look at that we're getting all exclusive it won't be in february that's all i'm gonna fucking say because february's fucking Packed to the fucking gunnels yeah, with fucking a wrestling. Lot on in February. Uh, that is that is an insane, insane month of stuff coming up. Uh, so it won't be then. Yeah. Because fuck that. But it, it'll be so, at some point early next year. Cool, cool. Well, thank you very much, and hope the show goes absolutely well. And if you're listening to this after the show has been on, why the fuck didn't you go? Thank you very much. Goodbye. And, uh, if if you do if you do miss the show, it is being filmed. Um, oh yeah, it will be up streaming on some platform um, in the week or so after. So if you do miss the show and you are, for example, like yourself down in Liverpool or something, you will be able to catch it. And then that'll be the worst thing for me is because I'll have to edit that, um, <laughs> which will be great. So yeah, so it, it will be recorded if people can't make it to the show because I know Scotland's a bit of a fucking pain in the arse to get to. But yeah. Everywhere's a pain in the ass to get to on this stupid island, isn't it, really? <laughs> stupid yeah, island. Stupid, stupid island. Right. Thanks, guys. Bye.